What's up, Golden Souls? How are you guys doing this great and amazing day? I am so glad to be fellowshipping with each and every one of you today. For those of you that are joining for the first time, I want to say welcome. Thank you for tuning in and entrusting me. So let's go ahead and get right into this word, get right into this conversation. What are we talking about? Well, you know what? Today we're going to be talking about letting god use whomever god wants to use that's right letting him do his work letting his will be fulfilled and done and prospered you know through the people that he chooses to use we are not god we don't think like him we don't reason like him his his ways are higher than our ways his thoughts are higher than our thoughts uh he's wiser than we are and so we cannot come with the boldness uh, nor the audacity to think that we can pick and select and choose um, whom can serve Christ, whom can proclaim the gospel, whom can walk in the faith or not. OK, that's basically a click. And we know that Christianity is not a click. You know how you had clicks in high school? <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. You had clicks in high school. You had the nerds, the jocks, the cheerleaders, the popular girls. And then, you, of course, some of us were just those kind of people that kind of got along with everybody. So we were not necessarily in the click. We were just, we got along with everybody. Well, Christianity is not a click and we should not walk around and portraying it as such okay because then that begins to turn people off when we go around telling people you know you can't you, you can't speak about this you can't do this you can't talk about God this way you can't da, 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 da. and who are you you know to be talking about God and professing God in your life and, da, 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 and you're not good enough and you're not this and you haven't met these standards when God had, when God included everybody into his covenant, God, God included everybody in his plan of salvation. He left no one out. He loves all his children, even the wicked. It says, it says in the Bible that he is kind and compassionate to the unkind and the ungrateful and the wicked. Yes, it says that in the Bible. And so I want you guys to understand that um, we cannot exclude people, you know, from receiving God or from or accepting the plan of salvation that God made just for them. Jesus died for everybody. There was not a selective few. OK, and so, yeah, we just got to start walking around like we are a clique because we are so not. We're so not like I, I sound like one of them popular girls. <laughs> like, I was not popular in high school. I would just say that. Okay. I was one of those that just uh I got along with everybody. Well, I was quiet. I was quiet. But but I mean for the most part I got along with everybody and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, let's move forward. Now, another thing that I would like to talk about, I know that you know Christianity is not a click. That was just a short intro. That was just something I just wanted to throw in there because we can't huddle together and just say no you're out you're in you're in you're in you're out that's not the way that works that's that's selfish that's unkind and that is not the character of god and for you to say that you are a christian and that you are a follower of jesus christ and you walk in the faith then my friend your faith is not of god i don't know whose faith you walk in i don't know whose path you're walking and following because it's not that that's just not of God. That's not the character of God. And that's not what he would want you to do to his people. He would not want you to turn away. Now, 
in regards to people refusing okay that's fine if someone is truly adamant you know about not you know um being part of the body of christ they're just really adamant about it you know the bible says to dust your feet off and keep it moving okay um so yeah let's just move forward so i was reading a scripture in luke chapter 9 and specifically verse 49 and i just really want to share that with you i read a few scriptures because there's some a few things that we're going to talk about today so one of them in, is in regard well all of the, all of the scriptures that i'm going to bring up is in regard to the conversation that we're going to be talking about today so luke chapter 9 verse 49 i'm going to be reading this in the new king james version you can follow and within whichever a version that you want to um, read from but uh, me specifically I will be reading from the new King James Version and it's Luke chapter 9 verse 49 and it says now John answered and said master we saw someone casting out demons in your name and we forbade him because he does not follow with us there's that click stuff again but Jesus said to him do not forbid him for he who was not against us is on our side. Let me say that again. Jesus, come on now. Jesus said, do not forbid him. For he who is not against us is on our side. So we have situations and uh, we do have people that have, you know what? Before I move forward, let me ask you this. I want to ask you this. Who? What were you like? before you became a follower of Jesus Christ. Just take that moment to really sink into that and just ponder that, think about that for a moment. What were you like before you became a Christian? What kind of habits uh, did you have before God removed those habits from your life? What was your language like? What was your style of conversation like prior prior to being a Christian? What were your thoughts like prior to being a Christian? What did your friends look like? You know what I'm saying? What kind of people did you hang around? What kind of people did you hang around prior to being a Christian? Prior to accepting accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? You know, might I ask if I go a little further? What kind of dirt did you do? How unclean were you? How nasty and filthy were you? What kind of dirty stuff were you getting into? What kind of mess were you involved in? You know what I'm saying? What, how far out there in the world were you? And I just really want you to think about that and ponder that right now. How far off were you? How wicked were you? How evil were you? How nasty were you? How deceitful were you? How conceited were you? You know, who were you then? And now let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. When you became saved, when you was declared Jesus Christ, openly declared with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and Savior, because it says in the Bible in first in uh, Corinthians, how those that uh, accept Jesus Christ has been made new, that they are a new creation. So the moment you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, were you still nasty? Were you still filthy? Were you still wicked? Were you still trifling? Were you still doing those old habits? Or as it says in the Bible, 
were you then considered a new creation? Now, let's take a step further. Let's say you two months, three months, six months, one year, all all that time, gather all that time, you're two months in, you're three months in, you're six months in, you're one year in, okay? And let's just say, of course, being a Christian, it has its stepping stones, it has its challenges. However, we strive daily to be Christ-like. We strive daily to align ourselves with the mind of Christ. We strive daily to submit ourselves to the will of God. We strive daily sacrificing our flesh and whom we are and our desires and our wants and all that kind of stuff for God's desires. So let me ask you this, being that far in, or you still that same person that you used to be and I bet most of you said no so why then why then when you have someone that have has just come in into the world of Christianity into into a new world has become a new creation that we still that we still look at them with their old baggage that we still attach to them their old ways that we still bring up before them the, their, their old thoughts or the old comments that they used to make, the old perverted managed comments they used to make. Why is it, why is it that a new life entering into the word of God, a, a new life that has just entered into Jesus, into Christ, we as a Christian community, or so profound and known for persecuting and crucifying our own people. Mm, wow, that's deep. I'm, I'm, I'm getting somewhere here. I, I, I want you to understand something. Why are we persecuting our own people? Why are we throwing slashes on our own people? I, I, come on now. Why are we making them bend over and we're beating them 30, 40, 50 slashes? And then when they go back out into the world, you're saying things like, oh, I knew I, I knew they weren't a real Christian. I knew they wouldn't make it. Why are you doing that? When we are supposed to be uplifting the ones that have just accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, because we know, we know that the moment we open our mouths and declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts, the, the, the enemy is on our back more than ever before when we were in the world. Because when we were in the world, we were doing what he wanted to do. Now that we are resisting and we are opposing his will because the devil got a will. Now that we are opposing his will, he's going to come five times, ten times harder than ever before. Because now we belong to Jesus Christ. Do you understand me? But And yet, and yet though, the, the family... <laughs> the family of the Christian community, the family of Jesus Christ has the nerve to side eye those that are coming from without, from, I can't even get my words out. Let, let me get my words out, Jesus. Come on now. Let me get my words out. You crucify them. Okay. Now I know it says in the Bible that, you know, Hey, be aware because that we will be sheep amongst wolves, but just, I, I need you to understand before you became a sheep, I'm pretty sure you were yourself a wolf 
before you became a sheep saying bad i'm pretty sure you was going Whoa! whatever noise a wolf makes i'm pretty sure you were doing it too you were shrewd you were sly you were wicked you you were you devoured people some of y'all devoured people you stole you tricked you you did what you did in the world now would it be fair and would it be right you being a christian for two three four years or even you know what slash that you being a christian for two months would you say that it's fair for for a fellow christian a fellow Christian that's, that, that knows the word of God, that is mature in Christ or supposed to be, come before you, you two months in, you trying, you giving it all you got, you're doing your best because you're new, you're a new convert. And they come before you and slash you by saying, uh, you still ain't got this right. And you don't know enough Bible. Mm -mm, you ain't no real Christian. Oh my God. Okay. That's how you pray. Uh-uh now. Are you serious? Are you serious? Because you know what? Although some of us may not be saying it, now I will say this. Some of y'all are, are saying it. You're just not saying it in front of the person that you're talking about. But you're saying it. You're saying it in your in 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 the proximity of your own home you're saying it behind closed doors and you're saying it amongst other people but if you are a real christian and if if you have any concerns of your heart pertaining to a new christian or even a christian that's been in the that's been in the uh that's been in the family for for an amount of time and you have concerns you will take it before god you will commit your prayers to God and, and take their name before the throne of God and say, God, oh, have mercy on them. Help them open their eyes, Father God, so that they see you, Lord God. And that although, Lord God, their, their, their walk is new, Father God, that you strengthen their walk, Lord God that you mature them in the spirit lord god because jesus christ is not a baby jesus christ father god is not young in spirit you said jesus christ is mature in spirit there is a mature spirit that lives in me there is a mature spirit that lives in that child there is a mature spirit that lives in that adult that just accepted jesus christ as their lord and savior father god and so we pray lord god that they be sharpened and skilled and straightens father god lord because you can make all crooked paths straight but yeah we don't do that we don't do that why why do we not do that i'm gonna tell you why matter of fact i don't, I don't even know if i'm gonna tell if i'm gonna tell y'all because so far so far the holy spirit right now is at this point he's correcting y'all at this moment it's not me but I will say I've been praying on this because this has been truly deep in my heart because I've been hearing conversations within the church. I've been hearing conversations amongst fellow fellow members that live within the body of Christ. I've been hearing conversations on a social media network, just everywhere, all kind of conversations about anybody and everybody. And most of these people are in the church. Most of these people are the body of Christ. Most of these people are parts of, uh, of us. They are our brother and sister, and yet we're downing them. We're slaying them. We're crucifying them. We're persecuting them. We are not supposed to be getting persecuted by one another. It's already, it's already bad because Jesus Christ said himself, God said himself, that we will be persecuted by the world. We will be hated by the world. And you telling me? You telling me something that I myself personally, personally kneel down and surrender my life to God, Jesus Christ, and I go before this family and they welcome me with more cursing? They welcome me with more side-eyeing? 
they welcome me with more persecution than what I had to endure out there in the world. If that's the case, I'd rather go back out there in the world. And that's just how some people are thinking. I'm not saying that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, Minister Caroline Taylor don't care what you say about me. I don't care what you say about me because I'm gonna tell you something. Caroline Mona Taylor is dead. Do you understand? And Jesus Christ is risen on the inside of her. Jesus Christ is strong, mighty, and powerful on the inside of her. So just know you're not talking to me. You're talking to Jesus Christ. So I don't care what you say about me. I've been in this too long, too long to have a care in the word of what you say about me because I don't. But I am talking of those that are new, that don't know what they're doing and they need somebody's hand to guide them and to lead them. Yes, we have God to lead us and to guide us and to make straight our paths and to put a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, of course, because he is the light. In addition to that, that's why that's why he sent us his children to go to go get those that are lost to go get those that go to, go get the rest of his children and instead of holding their hands we're slapping their hands that's what we're doing instead of hugging them we're shaking them instead of pulling them up off the ground we're pushing them down to the ground with our foot on their neck saying if you get up i dare you are you kidding me right now are you kidding me i have been praying I've truly been praying, y'all. I really have. I've been praying that the Holy Spirit truly get and really get before us. That we ourselves open ourselves up before the Holy Spirit so that we are able to be strengthened the way he has called us. That we are able to work in diligence and in might according to his will. Because right now, we are not. Most of us some of the members i'm not gonna say all because i'm just gonna say within itself the body of christ itself is strong the body of christ itself is strong but i will say there are members there are members within the body of christ there are members i'm gonna say it again there are members within the body of christ that exemplify weakness and we need to pray for that because if we don't pray for them and uplift them and help them in any kind of way then that that weakness is going to spread and then the body of christ will be destructed due to due to our lack of diligence of handling those few that were weak within the body of christ we need to handle it. We need to get a grasp on it, you guys, because we can't keep doing this. We can't keep moving forward in this way. God is not pleased in that manner of how his children are not coming together. We should be celebrating for everyone, everyone that is coming to Christ. We should be celebrating, worshiping. We should be throwing like little private mini festivals. And if we have friends and stuff together, hey, come together. Hey, y'all, let's link up. This person just got saved. Let's celebrate for them. Let's celebrate with them. Hey, let's call them and pray for them and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But yet, now, listen to me, please, because I'm not saying everybody has been uh, walking in this way. But I will say each and every one of us has had a time in our, in our life, a season or two where we have done this, where we have been responsible for this and we need to get better. And so I am just reaching out to my fellow brothers and sisters and I'm asking y'all to bear arms with me 
so that we can get better so that we can be strengthened in the body of Christ and so that we can lift up those that are mature in Christ, seasoned in Christ, and those that are new converts, those that are struggling, those that are weak, those that are, you know, that we bear arms with each other, that we pray for one another, that we uplift one another, that we encourage one another, and that we not be continuous strife toward one another. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because we are all going to have to endure and suffer through persecution. God said that. Yes, he did in Matthews that we are going to have to suffer and endure persecution for Christ's sake. So we cannot avoid that. But let me get down to the meat of it because I really want to just get down to the meat of it. I really want y'all to understand. And so therefore, I'm going to go to, excuse me, I'm so sorry. I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and we're going to start on verse 12. And again, well, this time I'm going to read in the New Living Translation, NLT. So again, it's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. I'm going to start there, okay? I'm just going to give y'all a few minutes. I'm going to give y'all a few minutes to get to it because I don't know where you guys are. And so, you know, just to get there. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. We're going to start there. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and read this. It says, the human body has many parts but the many parts make up one whole body so it is with the body of christ some of us are jews some are gentiles some were slaves and some are free but we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit and we all share the same spirit yes the body has many different parts not just one part if the foot says i am not a part of the body because i am not a hand that does not make it any less a part of the body and if the ear says i am not part of the body because i am not an eye would that make it any less a part of the body if the whole body were an eye how would you hear or if the whole body were an ear how would you smell anything but our bodies have many parts and god has put each part just where he wants it how strange a body would be if it had only one part yes there are many parts but only one body the eye can never say to the hand i don't need you the head can't say to the feet i don't need you in fact some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary i'm gonna say it again in fact some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary Ooh, thank you jesus and the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care so we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen while the more honorable parts do not require this special care so god has put the body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body and each of you is a part of it, okay? So I, I went all the way from 12 to 27. So let me just say something. 
with that being said because according to the bible each part within the body each part within the body is necessary and important each part has a valuable each member within the body has a valuable part to play god has assigned a purpose to each and every one of us within the body and so for us to for us to cancel out a part of the body or not validate that part of the body do you know that we're canceling out the body the the body of christ itself do you know that we are invalidating the body of christ itself and i just want to let you know basically that in where is it and yes yeah, so in matthew 12 22 matthew 12 22 basically says that a kingdom divided cannot stand a kingdom divided cannot stand um you can read matthew uh 12 22 for yourself but basically to jot it down for you um uh there was a uh what was it a demon possessed man that came before jesus basically asking for healing and jesus went forth jesus went forth to heal this man oh man he went and 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 healed this man right um because he couldn't speak or see and so now because he's healed he could speak and see right and then you know um the pharisees you know they had they had something to say about it they basically was just like you know the only reason he was able to do that is because he gets his power from satan right and so jesus spoke on that basically saying you know you know if satan is casting out satan then his then uh, he is divided and fighting against himself and that a kingdom a kingdom fighting against itself cannot stand that a kingdom divided against itself is only headed toward destruction okay and so i want to let each and every one of you out here know now god his throne his people we are a kingdom and so a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand if we continue fighting against ourselves we will not be able to stand much longer if we continue to place division that absalom spirit within the kingdom of god we are going to destroy the kingdom of god right but yet we have the victory so it's something it's something wrong within some of our hearts it is something wrong within some of our minds that we take the bible and that we read the doctrine the good doctrine and that we study this thing and yet we take out of it what 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 we think should be there which is completely wrong we place in the context of the bible we place inside the scripture what we think is right basically justifying our reasons for why we do what we do why we think what we think why we say what we say how we move the motive behind the reason we do things you cannot justify the bible i ain't gonna say you cannot justify the bible oh lord you cannot twist the bible to the way to how you live you you need to bend yourself according to the word of god because the word of god itself does not bend for you it does not serve you you serve you serve the word and it and it works out for you so we we have to stop fighting against each other because those that are weak and struggling we need to help them up okay i'm going to take for instance and i'm pretty sure most of you all even most of y'all have been talking about this i don't know most of y'all been talking about this most of you probably have not but i am going to bring this up kanye west okay kanye west he was in the world okay in the world you know singing his little songs all that kind of stuff doing his dirt all that you know madness and all that stuff right okay i don't keep up with kanye west like that for real um but i'm bringing it up he has recently 
declared that Jesus is his Lord. He has recently surrendered his life to Jesus Christ. He has confessed that he is a Christian. He has confessed that Lord has all authority in in and over his life, okay? And he went forth by doing that. He turned his platform because as we know, his platform was a stage for him to perform the works of evil, okay? Right? His platform was used to perform the works of evil when he, you know, was doing the doing the will of the devil okay you know and i'm not saying nothing new because he himself said that he was working for the devil okay that he has sold his soul to the devil so now that he's confessed and he's declared and he believes he is trying he's trying he don't I'm, I'm pretty sure he don't know and so hopefully i hope he has a shepherd over him that's going to begin to guide him and teach him but in his newness god has turned his platform trend is transforming him in the public eye and i truly believe i truly believe because god is so big and god is so wonderful and god is so good God is God that he can use anybody. Kanye West is not excluded from the will of God. Kanye West is not excluded from the word. So I truly believe that God turned this man's platform into a platform that will give him God the complete and whole glory of the kingdom of God that will praise him. Now the stage went from Jesus to Jesus. Do you understand what I'm saying? The stage went from Jesus to Jesus. That Jesus now is getting all the glory. Okay? He went further in doing Sunday services. I, I haven't tapped in on his Sunday services. Do so you understand? I haven't tapped in on it yet. But I truly believe that now since Kanye West has committed has committed to being a a, a a a Christian and to walk this walk of faith in God. Now he stands alongside of us as our brother and sister. And to most of you, that's foreign. To most of you, that's not normal. To most of you, when he's standing before you, uh, beside you, you scooting over a little bit. But I want to say to you, is that right, brother and sister in faith? Is that right, brother and sister in God? Because if that's the case, you are basically discriminating against this man discriminating him based upon his past and what he has done that's discrimination against that man and to say that he don't belong okay now as a follower of jesus christ i am yes going to do my job i'm going to keep praying for him i'm going to keep undergirding him in the spirit i'm going to keep covering him in because that that is my job as his sister in christ as long as he's confessed himself he is my brother in christ in faith in faith okay and so i stand with him and i will continue praying for him because now that he is a new he is a new creature he's gonna need more help more prayer more covering than ever before him and his family they are gonna need that and so we have to be that we need to stand with him instead of against him we need to turn to him instead of instead of away from him come on now when did we when did we become so righteous when did we become so proud weren't you just dirty weren't you just filthy weren't you part of the world too the only difference was that nobody seen your filth nobody seen your dirt nobody seen your transformation nobody's nobody seen your nasty rags nobody seen it because it wasn't in the public eye the media wasn't following it celebrities wasn't looking at it no no fans was watching and following we don't come on come on if, come on the only reason 
the only reason you're treating him like you're treating him is because he had media following him every step of his life and so you know uh, just about because we're not guy we know just about every detail of this man's life right prior to him coming to christ and yet we're but yet we're in in and we're using that as ammunition to try and push him out we are not a clique. Please understand that we are not a clique. Do you understand? We are the body of Christ, the many members of Christ. Okay. And we all are important. We all are valuable. All right. And he's doing his best. He's actually putting his best foot forward as he knows how. Okay. And that's why I said, I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep praying um, for him and for his family and with him because he's doing his best. He's trying his best. And so that's why we also need to pray that um, a shepherd covers him and comes in and takes Kanye up under their wing and teach him and guide him and sharpen him and um, instill as much wisdom of God into this man as possible. Now, I will say this, it won't be hard because this man is very, he, he God has blessed him with creativity. God has blessed him with intelligence. God has blessed him with um, um, philosophical background. His mother was an English major. Come on now. He just had a, we, his, his life was just put in the public eye. I was, we're not. So we're able to hide a little easier. We don't have anybody else tracking us. We don't have anybody else side eyeing us. So, so the moment we say we believe everybody accepts us and welcomes us, oh, it's okay. Da, 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 da. But yeah, you see this man's life in public figure and in, in the public eye. And when this man confesses, everybody pushed back like, hmm, wait a minute. Are you really? Are you really that Christian? Are you really? Did you, did you really go in your closet and profess the Lord as your Jesus? At, uh, you know profess jesus as your lord and savior and i don't that's not right and for many of you for many of you for many of you you guys have more faith in the fact that he has no faith you guys were more comfortable and more accepting of the fact and more faithful of the fact that he had no faith that he was walking blind that he was sick and ill out there in the world that he was gonna die of eternal death and some of you guys some of you guys you know yeah you pray for all the celebrities and some of you probably specifically pray for Kanye I don't know pray you know God please save him or save them whomever that they come over to you Lord accept you as Jesus Lord all that you know pray 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 and all that and but now since it's happening your prayers are being manifested and coming to fruition you're still giving a side eye you're still undermining the authority of God you're still you're still trying to put down those that he has elected to profess the gospel and I want to say how dare you and for those of you that are even doing that that just shows me that you don't understand divinity and humanity that's exactly what that says to me you don't understand divinity or humanity because you are allowing you are allowing the humane being of the man to overcloud the 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 divine the divine interception of the of the new man do you understand me you're allowing those things to overcloud what it is that God is doing in this man's life he had a divine appointment that he called he opened himself up to and say here I am God and now that he's accepted the calling whatever that may be because that's between him and the Lord whatever his calling may be y'all y'all turning the blind eye are you serious a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand we are the children of God we need to stand together and I don't care if it was just I hey I, I kid you not I bet you this I bet you if Beyonce turned over and said that Jesus, her Lord and Savior, y'all all be woo woo, yeah, da, yeah, be, yeah, 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 yeah. 
whatever. Why? I have no idea. Maybe it's because she ain't done half the, half the crazy things Kanye has done. I don't know. But we all have a record. We all have a record. We've all did some dirt. We've all did some wrong. We've all, we've done it. We've been in the world. We've been in the world, so y'all should know what that's like. Death chasing you every single day. Hurt, guilt, wickedness, lust, perversion, all that stuff chasing you every single day. It's at your door. It's at your feet every single day. Wickedness. You're walking and operating in that every single day until one day you fall on your knees and you surrender. And you say, I just want to be free, God. And if that takes accepting you, if that takes you coming into my life right now, then so be it but I just want to be free. And I just, I believe in the name of Jesus that Kanye West wanted to be free. He got tired of the devil. He got tired of constantly compromising and giving and giving and giving to the devil and allowing the devil to just, the more he gave, the more the devil ruins his life. He got tired of it. He got tired of suffering and getting nothing out of it. He got, he got tired of it. He got tired of the of the mental breakdown and the and the depression and all that kind of stuff until one day I, and I truly believe it. He went into his own home wherever it, wherever he was. It was in the it was in the privacy the privacy of his own home or wherever. And it was him and God. He had a close and intimate, real, sincere, sincere conversation with God to say, "I just want to be free. Release me now. I know I made a deal with the devil. I know I sold my soul, but I know you are the God of gods." And I know that the devil needs permission from you. And so I'm God. I know that if I could just open up myself to you, that you will restore my soul, Lord God. That you will refresh me and lay me down next to the waters, Lord. That you will revive me. God, take my soul back. I just want to be free, Lord. And I believe that's what he said. I believe in the name of Jesus that that's what he did. But let me tell you something else in addition to that. It is not, it is not my job to question that man's faith. It is not my job to question whether that man really gave his life to Christ or not. That's why there will be judgment at the end of the day. It is it is our job to identify the, the fruit that they bear. This man just came over to Christ, so his fruit is, he's going to begin to produce. And you know we all fall short of the glory of God, so as we continue to rise in Christ, as we continue to grow in Christ, there will be mistakes made, there will be balls dropped, there will be things happening, but yet instead of pointing your finger, laughing at him, saying, hey, hey, I knew you was gonna do that, huh? No, you should say, oh man, bro, let me pray. Father God, we just pray for Kanye with whomever, Kevin Hart, whomever. Pray for these people. Stand with these people because they need our prayers. They need our covering. They need our intercessing. They need, they need it. They need it. They really do. They really do. We got to stand and we got to be strong, you guys. We have to be strong. We really do. Um, That was basically my, my the conversation that I wanted to have with each and every one of you. But yes, just let God use whom he wants to use. God is God and God is big. And we don't know why God does what he does all the time. But we do know that it is for the glory of his kingdom. And we do know this. It says in Revelation that we got the victory. As a matter of fact, it says that in Genesis 3.15 that we received 
receive the victory. So whatever God is doing in Kanye West's life, whatever he's doing in whomever else's life, whether known, unknown, famous, infamous, celebrity, no celebrity, whomever he's using, let him use them however he wants to. Let God use people how he wants to use them. And you stop trying to pick and choose. You are not God. You are not God. Okay, so that's what I wanted to let each and every one of you know. That's the conversation I wanted to have with um, each and every one of you. And so I just wanted to say that I love you guys so much. And I really do hope that you think about this moving forward that you think about everything that comes out of your mouth because you know in Matthews you know it says that every idle word you speak it will either condemn you or acquit you so just think about that every word that you say every word that you speak whether it's against Trump yes I know we got some problems against Trump that's a whole nother situation I'm not going there your words will either condemn you or acquit you and I'm gonna say this now I'm going to say this now. President Trump is president. He has earned that title, evidently because he's in the office. So as long as he's in office, to me, he's President Trump. And I'm going to give him that respect he deserves. Is he doing everything right? No, not necessarily. Do I agree with everything he's doing? No. But will I respect him while he's in that position? Yes, I will. Because the Bible says to respect respect and obey those that are in authority and so that i will do but i know that i submit to my whole to, to, to my to my god my one true god i submit to him because he is the king of kings and so if president trump is in that chair for a reason it's because god put him there nothing happens without god's permission i need you guys to understand that nothing happens without god's permission and so as long as I live, I will not speak against President Trump. I will not speak against Kanye West. I will not speak against Kevin Hart. I will not speak against Beyonce. I will not speak against anybody, even my fellow church members. Now, I will not speak of them because the Bible also says speak evil of no man. Speak evil of no man. And so, you know, I'm just going to pray that each of us are matured in Christ and that we strengthen ourselves in the body of Christ you need to strengthen yourselves and I'm praying that most of you strengthen yourselves strengthen your mind and your motive and your spirit because most of what you're thinking right now and how you're rationalizing with the things that's going on it's weak it's weak and whack I'm gonna say that and you need to grow up grow up in the spirit not the flesh grow up in the spirit and so love y'all until next time, I will see y'all. Um, <laughs> be strong, be courageous, be golden. Bye.